This podcast is sponsored by Skylight Calendar. Let's be real. Running a household can be exhausting and chaotic. And finding the perfect Mother's Day gift, it's not exactly a no-brainer. Until now. The Skylight Calendar is the best way to organize the family and give everyone, especially mom, some peace of mind to enjoy the things that matter most. The Skylight Calendar is a smart, touchscreen calendar that keeps track of and manages the chores, dinner planning, groceries, and to-dos for the whole family. The Skylight Calendar automatically syncs each family member's digital calendars and displays them all together on one color-coded touchscreen. It even doubles as a digital picture frame, so you can finally share all those special moments that are just sitting on your phone. As a limited time offer for our listeners, get 15% off your purchase of a Skylight calendar when you go to skylightcal.com slash easy. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-C-A-L dot com slash easy. Get 15% off your Mother's Day purchase now at skylightcal.com slash easy. Hey, I'm Sarah Bivens. And I'm Matthew Bivens. And this is the Doing It at Home podcast, the only podcast dedicated to empowering, loving, and honest conversations around home birth. What started as a fun way for us to document our own home birth journey has turned into a platform for sharing birth stories, resources, and education with the goal of empowering mamas and families to make the birth decisions that work best for them. Plus, we get into the antics, breakdowns, and breakthroughs of our own experience of marriage and parenthood. All right. You ready, babe? Yep. Let's do it, mama. Welcome, everyone, to the Doing It at Home podcast. I am Sarah Bivens. With me is my husband, Matthew Bivens. What's going on? What's up, baby? Hey. Um, Yeah, I'm cool. Yeah. It's raining out. It is raining. It's thunderstorming. It's perfect napping, sleeping weather. Yeah. Maya is napping right now, taking full advantage. She's on. She knows what's up. She, she knows she, what it is. She hasn't come back from daylight savings. Oh. <laughs> well, like her, her sleep schedule is still kind of, and she sleeps later. She'll get up close to eight. Which I'm fine with. Well, I'm not, I'm not complaining. <laughs> I'm just saying it's. Yeah. It's but altered. we did have a, a pretty smooth transition. Yeah. I feel like. I wonder if we did nothing because we we tried to prep all week long, but I didn't really get Maya down yeah. consistently. Yeah. I had the prep in mind and then you were the executioner because you put her down to sleep most nights. Sarah's prep, and I think you read it somewhere or was or, or given the advice, was about a week before daylight savings to adjust the bedtime by 15 minutes each yep. night. Mm-hmm. So just bump it up 15 minutes early, 15 minutes early so that normally she'd be going down at 730, but by the end... She's going out at 6.30, so that when daylight savings kicks in. Yeah, like in. everything. Is, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I did that probably two or three out of seven nights. Mm. Just because I, I don't know, I didn't, I didn't plan on it. I didn't plan properly. Yeah. And our baths take, a, you know, we hang out in the yeah, bathroom for take a, a long while. Time. Yeah. Well, all you parents out there, mamas, whatever, I hope daylight savings time has been kind to you <laughs> and that you yeah. are moving through it as well as you can be because uh, I know it can be a kicker for some people. And happy spring, people. I know it's not technically the first day of Doesn't spring yet. It feel like but spring. It, I mean... For a second, it's flirted. Yeah, like we had the, the, the dogwoods bloomed already and we've got grass growing and like birds and flowers. Yeah. And it, I mean, yeah. it got cold again, but it feels like spring to me. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, hope you all out there are enjoying the early beginnings of your springs wherever yeah. you are. Or if you're in other parts of the world, it's actually going to be shifting into getting colder. 
So for Australia folks and whatnot. I still don't get that. I can't wrap my, my brain. <laughs> you don't know. You just like can't process how that Just the is. fact that it would be cold in summer. Right. Yeah. And my, my puny American mind can't comprehend that. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. It's time to take your body care routine to the next level. Introducing Osea's bestseller body care set, the perfect companion for your summer travels. This four-piece kit transforms dry skin to silky, soft, and glowing. It features travel sizes of Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil and Body Butter, clinically proven to improve skin elasticity, along with their anti-aging body balm and salts-of-the-earth body scrub. And to top it off, it's packed in a vegan leather bag, making it a must-have for all your summer adventures. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat yourself to glowing, healthy skin this summer with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, you can get the best seller's body care set valued at $78 for 33% off. Use code SUMMER to save an additional 10%. That's an additional 10% off at OCEAMalibu.com code SUMMER. You know, it's funny. Uh, so we got our listener uh, survey responses back over these past couple of weeks, which were amazing. And thank you all, by the way, who participated. Yeah. Uh, really appreciate you. Some feedback on, you know, what to do differently about the show or episodes. Some people don't like our early uh, pre talk banter what we're doing right now <laughs> some people don't like it so much but i loved one comment some person said they didn't really like it at first but then they got to know us a little bit and now they're interested in what's going on in our lives and they like to hear that <laughs> stuff because they know what we're talking about now you know if we refer, refer to maya or the dogs or whatever uh so it's just funny you know different strokes for different folks but i mean that's why you've got the fast forward button yeah the like, 15 second ahead yeah thing. just yeah. skip 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 and then get into the meat yeah <laughs> so anyway yeah i get it there's definitely podcasts where i'm like get to it yeah i've talked about that disney one oh they have 20 minutes of chatter yeah yeah i mean we don't do that much but maybe it feels like a lot if if you're if you're really ready to learn and to have your mind expanded on some birth stuff then you probably don't want to hear about daylight savings yeah i guess well sorry (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i will read a recent review I'll do that because I love to give shout outs to those peeps and to just share with you all what people are saying about the show. And it's just nice. It's all great feels. Uh, cool. The the reviews on on Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcast. I always get that wrong. It's still iTunes to me, but it's called Apple Podcast. Okay, so this is uh, titled Favorite Podcast from B.N. Pearson. And B.N. Pearson says, Hi, all. This has been an amazing podcast for me. I am only 24 years old, but obsessed about pregnancy and natural health. I love learning about natural ways to give birth. This has inspired me and is giving me the confidence to know that I want a home birth. All the amazing women and men on this show have shown me that it's possible and safe. I really feel that more and more women are empowered by people like you who are spreading the word about these wonderful experiences and changing society's views about home birth. Hopefully one of these stories can be me soon. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, BN Pearson. That is yeah, that's an awesome. awesome review. Really appreciate it. And I also just want to give myself a huge pat on the back that I could read that all in its entirety because I'm not going to lie. I've had some issues reading this week. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like I've just had complete mental mom brain brain farts and I was reading Maya a book the other day and it was a Dr. Seuss book. So you can imagine how extensive the vocabulary was of this book. It was, you know, I think it was hop on pop. And I was just the, the 
like I, I couldn't, I was stumbling so horribly through uh, reading time the other day. So yay me for reading that review well and yay BN Pearson for the awesome review. You done read good. I did it. I did it. <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks for the review. I love the, the, I love so much about this review. One that the, the forethought of empowering birth and pregnancy that women are having, you know, b- before becoming pregnant themselves, before beco- it's like laying down the foundation for what it will mean to them to have the birth that they want, to have the type of pregnancy yeah. that they want, to own their, you know, divine goddessness, femininity, all of that. I, I love that aspect. And then uh, the, you know, hopefully that'll be me one day. I think that's so cool. You know, we get a lot of comments that like, you know, hopefully I'll get to be on your show one day or hopefully I'll get to share my story. Uh, so it's just, it's cool the seeds that we're planting and that everyone we have on the show is is a part of as well. So I just, that's uh, really, really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks so much for taking a moment to just leave us a review and yeah. some feedback. We really yeah. do appreciate it. And it's a great review to set the tone for our conversation today about empowering people, empowered birth. True. So that's what we're going to be chatting about. But real quick before we do that, I know you want to make a quick note, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, the Doing It at Home podcast is part of an awesome podcast network called... We are. Yeah. Called the Parents on Demand Network. Pod. Pod Network. And uh, this month in March, we've partnered with Another one of the awesome podcasts on the network called The Dad Experience, and uh, that's hosted by two awesome dudes, Adam and Mike, and they just talk about the the dad experience. You know, I mean, it's 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 simple. It's uh it's a great show for fathers and for uh, for moms to be partners, just to to be able to step into that for a little bit, mm. because you know a lot of you know a lot of the the birth and the baby and the parenting conversations are geared towards the moms, which is awesome. Um, but I really appreciate Adam and Mike and just keeping it real, yeah. talking about the the bad things that have worked for them and the fails as well, uh, because it's important to talk about that. Because I know for, for guys, um, talking about the things that we're not so great at, talking about our failures, uh, being vulnerable, opening up, showing emotion, those are all aren't things that come naturally to, to every dude. So... Just being able to tune in to, to a show like the Dad Experience, uh, to just hear fellow dads talking, you know, that can unlock a lot within us men um, and, and partners. So definitely go check it out, the Dad Experience. Um, they're on iTunes, Google Play Music. You mean all Apple the... Podcast. Oh my gosh, they're on Apple Podcast. Yeah. And then uh, there's an awesome Parents on Demand app as well. So if you're interested in um, the other shows on the Parents on Demand network, I think it's in the 20s now, 20 or 30 shows all four parents i love that um you can go to google play store or the itunes store and get the uh, parents on demand app and check them out let them know uh let adam and mike know that sarah and matthew sent you yeah and some of the uh feedback we got in the service as well was you know dad centered or related things so Mm -hmm. that would be a great place for you to hop over to or to send your partner to yeah and they have a cool episode that they did earlier in the month uh parenting and work or work and parenting and yeah, it's all about the battle of, you know, uh, the home life versus the work life. Oh, bless you. Oh, Sarah sneezing I over did here. Sneeze. I, I tried to get it off the mic as quickly <laughs> as I could. Oh. So I just think that's a cool topic to talk about because every parent experiences that. Yeah. And some level, you know, it's the, it's the tug of war. So um, yeah, go check them out. The dad experience. Word. Okay. Today's topic. What is empowered birth? What does it mean to have an empowered birth? What 
can you do to have an empowered birth? You know, because there's a lot of conversation around that phrasing around that experience in this realm that we're in. And so the simplest answer I could give as to what is what does it mean to have an empowered birth? It's that it's up to you. <laughs> yeah. So we're done here. This episode's over. <laughs> Wrap it up. Cue the music. Uh, no, but really in essence, of course, that's what it is. But we are here right now to have the conversation of what some of our ideas are, what some of our experience, some of the things we have been able to pull from doing this podcast and uh, what we think are the foundations for creating an empowered birth. And what's cool about it is I think, again, with the whole you make it your own thing and it's whatever's up to you, it could be a process. This could happen in sequence. This could happen over time. And you could be in that prep space to have an empowered birth. These are things that you can utilize in the experience of birth. And then these are things you can utilize after birth and make your birth an empowering experience beyond it. And even if it didn't seem like it at the time, or even if it doesn't seem like it a few weeks, a few months, a few years after, I think there's always the opportunity to look back on any experience really, but we're talking about birth here and make it an empowering one, make it one that you can have gratitude for, make it one that you grew as a result of, you know, you are in charge and you ultimately get to decide how any experience impacts you. And so with birth, I think sometimes we think the window to figure out what our birth meant to us is within the confines of the mm-hmm. experience. And then one birth, once birth is over, it has to get labeled as either empowering or traumatic or yeah, whatever and it's set the word. Yeah, in stone and it will never change. Right. And fine, you know, move through those phases, but I think it can evolve. I think it could shift into be com- being a completely empowering experience, though at the time it didn't feel like that. So what's great about all of this is you can access it and use it at any time. And I think... We think there are just kind of three main areas that three big umbrellas and everything is kind of underneath those that contribute to this empowered birth thing. What is this thing we're talking about? Yeah. And I love that in so many of the stories that um, the moms and and families have shared on the podcast, I mean, they could have had what, what in their eyes was initially a crummy birth experience. And then later on, looking back, they see how powerful and amazing and awesome they were, no matter what happened right you know in the moment they may have thought that it went a certain way and they didn't show up the way that they wanted to and you know frustrated at themselves for choices they made but but then just like you said you're able to shift that relationship because that's what empowerment really is it's how you're relating to yourself it's how you're relating to circumstance it's how you're relating to other people and so being able to uh, to make it what you truly want you know you always have choice yeah you always have choice. Absolutely. Choice in in what goes on around you, choice in how you want to relate to it, and choice in, you know, whether or not you want to ultimately shift how it how it you know, how it looks and how it feels. Yeah. And um it may not necessarily be a switch that you just flip overnight. You know, there there could be process to it, but um yeah, this is a this is a super cool topic. Also because our podcast is very much about empowerment. It's about um, just sharing people's stories and, and our conversations, you know, you and I, Sarah, about finding that, that powerful, strong, confident person within you who, you know, will advocate for themselves, who will voice what they want and don't want, who is intentional and, you know, is really proactive in creating the experience they want. Yeah. I mean, that, those, all, those elements are all part of empowerment. 
And so, uh, and our show didn't necessarily start out like that consciously. Right. You know, like subconsciously, like we were, we were doing that. Yeah. Something was at play. Even yeah. It's not what we thought the show was about. Yeah. Cause I mean, when we kicked it off, it was like all home birth. Right. You know, like here's the equipment you need for home birth. Here's this and that. And that's still a big part of what we talk about. But truly what we were, the, 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 the vibration we were tapping into was empowerment. Right. And, and we were really seeing how, you know, this is a mindset. Like people can, can adopt this quote unquote home birth mindset, even if, if you're, even if you're birthing in a hospital. Right. Cause it's that mindset of empowerment, of choice, of creating the experience you want. And, um, yeah. So, all right. Let's jump into the cool. So I mentioned three things, three kind of main areas, and I think they build upon each other and then they can kind of work in tandem. And so I don't think there's one way, you know, like there's, uh, kind of like in Monopoly, like you have to follow the route or many other board games, not just exclusive Monopoly. I don't know where I'm going with that. What is Parcheesi? Uh, it's a board game. I don't really remember. I don't think I've ever played Parcheesi in my life. Okay, I think it starts with. Education and resources. So education resources, like a like a pyramid or something. And then when you build upon that support, and then at the top is choice and voice. So let's go through each of those and kind of break cool. down what some of our thoughts are around it. So to have an empowered birth experience, again, this means before, during, or beyond, I think education and resources is huge. And when you look at this, uh, these three main areas too, it's kind of like it starts at the most internal space and then kind of uh, reverberates, kind of comes outward. So if you're starting with yourself of educating yourself and finding resources, you know, you're figuring out what you even want in your birth, why Mm -hmm. you answer all of those questions and whether that's through books, podcasts, documentaries, courses, classes, conversations, conversations. Yeah. I was thinking that bam with other people. I think that creates a huge foundation for what could be an empowered birth. Totally. What those resources are too and where they're coming from and how you relate to them and how you absorb them and who shares them with you. I think that has a huge uh, impact on an empowered birth experience. So think about what the resources are you're using. Think about the education you are tapping into and, and you know, move move accordingly from that yeah and i'll take that a step further so we've got we have a lot of dads and partners who've come on the show and when we talk to them about what has helped them the most so many times it's educating themselves i think it's because the dads and partners aren't going through the experience and especially if you're a man you're wanting to know the facts you know i know for me like i want to know what's going on i want to have an understanding that's just how my, my my mind works so educating myself on the different options on what's going on with you what's going on with your body you know having the contingency plans like what truly are um, our options and what resources do we have at our disposal and then with what you said being very aware of the energy around the resources that we choose to consume right because if an energy around a certain book or a certain documentary is fear-based, guess what? You'll get that information, but you're also getting that fear, that fearful energy coming in as well. And that fear, fearful energy shuts down empowerment. Yeah. It oh, really yeah. does. And so it's, you got to be very conscious about you know, where things are coming from, what's the source of them. Um, and really just, and that, I, I think 
you feel it, right? Like you sit down and you could watch a documentary. You can feel if there's an agenda. You know, you can feel really what what what's it going on with the thing that you're watching or reading or tuning into. And it's just being aware of that stuff because, you know, there's there's so much is being asked of you in a birth experience. Tons of surrender, tons of trust, supporting one another. You know, those are all loving characteristics. Those are all, they all come from a place of love. And when you start to insert fear or, you know, judgment into the mix, it just messes with that whole recipe. And so educate the crap out of yourself, but (laughs) be aware of where that information is coming from. Save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today. And view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save big money at Menards. So I think that's a perfect segue, and let's just keep flowing right along because you were talking about that that energy around you, and that's all about who your support is. Yep. And so moving from education resources, I think support is the other huge pillar here. And that looks like your birth team. It looks like your partner. It looks like your care providers are these empowering like-minded people who can support you in having an empowered birth. Is that conversation fear-based or love-based? Yeah. You know, when you think about them being in the room, Regardless of who they are and whether or not they actually will be in the room, think about a person you're talking to around birth or your birth. If you couldn't picture them being there with you in the thick of the experience, at the height of the stuff in your birth, if you can't really picture them there, at least holding a space of love and intention for you and, and supporting you in that experience, maybe you don't need to be talking to that person. <laughs> yeah. And a real simple way is like, is having this person around me make me feel better? about the experience or does it make me feel like eh? right is my energy lifted or drained yeah and and you know it's just a it is what it is it's not personal and that's that's another i mean this whole conversation is about empowerment like when you're selecting the people that you surround yourself with be very selective (laughs) like Mm. be very you know have 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 criteria have a standard because they are going to be contributing to your experience. And they're going to either contribute something that's going to uplift you and make you feel more confident and more powerful, or they're going to contribute something that's going to make you question your abilities. It's going to make you fearful. And that that happens from your, you know, your doula or the shoot, the partner that you're with to the birth photographer, to the person who's there documenting things, to the to the person who's walking your dog. Like they are all going to contribute something to that experience. So, you know, it's your experience. Mm-hmm. Be picky. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. That's great. You're on on point today. I'm like over here like, I need a nap. <laughs> it's You're this oatmeal I just off. ate. What is it? I said it's the oatmeal. Oh. I put dates in it. Ooh. So you're fueled up. Mm-hmm. Fired up. Okay. Awesome. Next, choice and voice. Choice and voice. So I think the way I kind of see it progressing is you've educated yourself. You're, you know, 
practicing answering these questions of what it means for you. You're doing this envisioning uh, exercise. You are putting people around you that are there to bolster you and support you and love you. And then as a result, I think all of that creates the space for you to be so open in, in many ways, but open in terms of what you feel, what you think, and acting on that. So understanding that you have choices, deducting and deducing and whatever for yourself, and then exercising your voice. And regardless, what you kind of mentioned earlier, regardless of the circumstance itself, because we all know that there are elements of birth and this experience and this process that we kind of just have to surrender up, that we don't have control of everything, but we can have influence over how we respond to the situation. Absolutely. So if something doesn't go according to plan, okay, what space do I need to be in? What do I need to tap into right now? Who do I need to talk to to make this the best experience it can possibly be and to be my most badass, awesome self that I know myself to be despite what's happening around me? Uh, And I think that that can be helpful for women in areas where they feel they are limited in their options in terms of support and in terms of care providers, whether that's where you are geographically, where you are at socioeconomically, whatever. I think you can still create an empowered birth experience through cultivating that education resources, through having the support team, and then through practicing what works for you and what doesn't and understanding that you do have a say in the process and uh, you are the ultimate determinant in how you experience something. Yeah. Empowerment has nothing to do with how much money you have, Ooh. how great your insurance is, how many kids you may have already had. It has nothing to do with any of that. Yeah. And I think a great place to practice this choice in voice is in particularly if you do choose home birth, you know, like Sarah and I, we experienced a lot of judgment coming our way. Pushback. A lot of pushback, yeah. And so that is an amazing opportunity to practice your voice. When somebody is sharing with you their fears and they might be doing it, you know, and they don't even, aren't even aware of it. But it's being, it's saying, hey, listen, you know what? I understand your conversation, but we're not going to go into that. I'm not, I'm not bringing that into my space. Mm. That is a very clear example of you standing up for yourself, you know, using your voice and saying, this is something that I'm not going to allow within my, my energy. And, you know, we did uh, hypnobirthing. We did hypnobabies. And they talk about the concept of the bubble. Yeah. Like, this, is, this just doesn't get in my bubble. And, you know, it's not just with the moms. Like this whole empowerment thing is not just for moms. It's oh. also for dads and partners. Yeah, empowered empower them for yes, sure. Yes, because the dads and partners, you know, you're also there to keep the junk, keep the crud out of, you know, the bubble. Be an advocate. Yeah, and so if somebody else is is throwing shade or whatever it is, it's like, listen, that's not happening right now. You know, and and, and it's those it's in those scenarios when you get to practice so that when it comes down to game time, you know, you you've got some reps standing up for yourself, speaking for yourself. And I also think that when it does come down to game time, you know, when, when baby's on its way, everybody kind of shifts into a different mode. And there is, like, just from what we've heard through the stories, you, 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 we've, we have heard of women and, and partners getting into that space where now they are more protective and now they, they will advocate for themselves more, even if that wasn't necessarily part of their personality beforehand. But I think it's... You know, this advocacy, this voice, 
understanding that you have choice, you can choose your experience and all of that. It's for moms, it's for dads, it's for everybody who is involved in that experience. You know what what you were talking about reminded me of? I couldn't remember for the life of me because we've done a lot of interviews at this point, but it was one where we had a dad on and he talked about how he would get amped up and excited when people wanted to oh, kind yeah. of argue. And he, it was this thing of like kind of rolling up his sleeves and rubbing his hands together yeah. and getting all excited. He's like, oh yeah, bring it, bring it. Like I'm ready for you. Because <laughs> I remember he said that he had educated himself. Right. I can't remember. I mean, I don't remember who it was. Yeah, but, but it was funny. Yeah. So like he had educated himself. He knew his stuff. They were very clear on why they were choosing home birth. Right. Not like, just, what you got, what you got. Yeah, and so it's like, all right, fine. You want to bring your fears and your nonsense in my way? Like, he was ready to roll, and that was awesome. Yeah. I, you know, I, I want to I wanna have that confidence in the next, for baby number two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I know for, for uh, when we were pregnant with Maya, I didn't do as much educating of myself that I thought I was going to do. And, you know, it looks like reading books and watching yeah. different things, like, I read some books and I watched some things. We've definitely got some education here. Yeah. These conversations with all the awesome mamas and families we've been able to talk to. They've learned you good. They've done learn me good. Learned you good. Uh, that's what my mama learned me. That's what my mama learned. <laughs> I just done what my mama learned me. <laughs> New girl. I just had a total brain melt. Uh, what were you just talking about with? rolling up the sleeves yeah and getting oh yes thank you thank you so what i think about for the next time around as well in terms of empowerment is you were talking about nope not allowed in my space like you're not nope no vacancy here for your nonsense i think you choose that where you want to choose it and that's wherever and then also i practiced and will practice whenever it's necessary again a cultivation of some gratitude for where i know people are coming from with where they're at and by that i mean what you are hearing to the untrained ear to the person who can't kind of sift through the the garbage of what they're saying you know that it sounds judgmental that it sounds mean whatever it is if you can kind of translate it into this is a person who loves me, you know, if this is a close family member or whatever, and this is how they are expressing it. And at the level that they're at right now in a fear-based plane, in a fear-based consciousness, this is the best way that they can articulate to me that they love me and they care about me and they want what's best for me. It's almost like Maya. Maya's getting a few words right now, but she can't tell us full sentences of what's going on or whatever. And so in her best way to communicate, I'm hungry or I want food or whatever, but I can kind of get it because I know her and and I can intuit what's going on. So if you feel so inclined or if you want to practice with people that you maybe want to give a little bit more patience to or whatever, practicing that and just accepting and receiving the love at whatever level you feel like they are capable of giving and just understanding that that's the best way they can express it right then. And then you can have a little bit of compassion for that and move along and not lose sleep over, you know, stuff that you don't need to be losing sleep over when you're pregnant and you're planning for a baby and having a baby. That's like Jedi level. (laughs) That's like, for me, I'm thinking that's too nice. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Only because for me, I I uh, I remember like I remember receiving stuff from your mom and not feeling oh, that's just where she was coming from. Like 
that's where I want to get to. Yeah, I maybe get... that's some of the work you do after too. I mean, yeah. maybe you can come to a space after. Uh, but then it... also I think when you're pregnant, you can utilize a lot of your superpowers to yeah. see beyond certain things and just be unattached to certain results or what people think or say about certain things and just, just maximize that, oh, that I time think, frame. I think that it happens. Yeah. I think that we've we've seen people who just, you know, don't care. Yeah. <laughs> like like, oh yeah, I don't I'm not interested in any of that stuff. I got yeah. I got way more important things going on. Um and for me as a as a partner and somebody who definitely took it personally when our family would would share that stuff my default was to be like cool i ain't gotta talk to you for nine months yeah like that was my default yeah it's like hey listen you know we don't see you very often anyway so that's cool um i i I know that what you described is a is a more powerful place it's a more elevated place it's more you know it's a it's definitely more loving place to come from to be able to understand that they are like the essence of what they're saying comes from a place of love, but they're just, they're putting it through their own lens and their own experience and their own thoughts and emotions. So I'm planning to get to that Jedi level. Yeah, it's just a possibility, and I wanted to throw it out there too for any of those mamas who, you know, Are could there. can be in that space. Yeah, it's a great space to be in. So for you mamas out there, or like our sweet reviewer, not pregnant yet, but thinking about it in the future. So if you're on the early side of the prep work as in no baby yet, or you are prepping and you are pregnant, or you're very close to giving birth, or you're giving birth right now and you're listening to the Doing It At Home podcast. <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be crazy. Yeah, if you're giving birth right now and you're listening, like shoot Sarah an Instagram message or something. Okay. So if you are in that <laughs> space, mama, these are the things that for us, you know, this open to other uh, thoughts and ideas as well, but uh, educating yourself finding those powerful resources, putting a great support team around you, and then accessing your voice through your abundance of choices. And by abundance of choices, I mean in how you show up and in how you relate. So that's the intention I'm putting out there for you, mamas, from my womb to yours. And then for mamas postpartum, years out, months out, weeks out, who have some elements of the their birth that they want to empower, that they want to have a more healthy relationship to. This work can be done now too. You can put yourself in the space of empowering resources around postpartum or around birth healing or around just understanding it more. I mean, you didn't necessarily have to have a quote unquote traumatic birth to have parts of it that you just you either don't understand or you don't know what happened there or feel disorienting. Like it doesn't have to be in the realm of what we would put a label of trauma on. It's just an all around like crazy physical, emotional, spiritual experience. So even if you're just putting the pieces together of some of it, empower it with those resources, empower it with having conversations with other like-minded people and the people who can support you and uplift you and then use your voice in postpartum. Oh my gosh. You can make the argument that your postpartum voice is just as important as the voice around your birth and your pregnancy because now you have a whole other element you're working with and uh, you're in this new phase of yourself. You have this new role. You've kind of shed one layer of skin and donned another. So accessing that voice is totally (laughs) important beyond birth as well. So empower your birth, empower your postpartum really. That's awesome. Yeah. Nailed it. Cool. 
So thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. We appreciate you so much. Drop us a review in Apple Podcasts, or you can shoot us an email, hello at diahpodcast.com. You can shoot us a message on Instagram at diahpodcast. Uh, tag us when you're listening to the show. Screenshot if you're listening on your phone and tag us in your Instagram stories. And I'll be like, what up, girl? Uh, that would Especially be- if you're currently in labor. Oh, gosh. <laughs> that will be... That would be amazing. That will definitely be a wow moment for me if there was a woman listening to us <laughs> during... Oh, my gosh. That'd be wild. Maybe I'll do a uh, a whole series of audio tracks that you can listen to. Of you? Of me. Oh, God. Yeah, just talking. Mamas, <laughs> beware. <laughs> hey, listen. If, if I get feedback that people want that, it's done. It's done. All right. Well, so let us know. You heard it. Matthew Bivens can walk you through your birth personally. I'll say breathe, deep breath in. <laughs> Use the force. <laughs> what do you know? The sun's coming out just as we're finishing up. That's pretty cool. That's a nice note to end on. Yeah, it is. All right, guys. Thank you so much again. We love you and we will catch you in the next episode. Peace. Quick note about the Doing It at Home podcast. Matthew and I are not doctors or medical professionals, and nothing we say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. If you have medical or health-related questions, please take them to a trained professional. We're here simply to entertain you with stories and conversations about pregnancy, birth, and parenthood. The Dad Experience, a pod network podcast, is a place where new dads, seasoned dads, and even grandfathers can come together and share our victories and some of those parent fails, too. In each episode, your hosts, Mike and Adam, open up about their own dad life, discuss important topics, and bring on dads from all walks of life to share their perspective on fatherhood. Because let's face it, we don't always have the answers or solutions. You can find The Dad Experience on the Apple Podcast app, the Pod Network app, and the Google Play Store. We also want to hear from you, so join the conversation and share an experience with us on Twitter at DadExpPodcast or on the Dad Experience Facebook page and help us navigate through all things we call fatherhood. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved, Dadages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgle. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.